Hello, hello, good evening, good evening, good evening, good afternoon, and may even be good morning from wherever you are chiming in around the world. My name is Dr. Anana Pfeiffer, Daryl Holm, and I am excited that you are joining us today. It is time, it is time for the Women and Youth Civility Conference. And you are here, I like to say at the right place, at the right time. It's time because I, I have the pleasure of welcoming you to the Women and Youth Civility Conference. My name is Dr. Anana and I am passionate about empowering women and girls to become the leaders of today. Not tomorrow, not, not yesterday, <laughs> not a year from now, but today. And tonight, I have some amazing leaders, youth leaders, girls from right here in New Jersey that are going to share with us on civility. And I have gathered these four days, I've gathered women and youth leaders from around the globe to discuss some of the major issues that we are facing in our world, but more importantly, the world of our youth from their perspective. So I invite you to join us nightly, the next four nights, October 5th through the 8th, and we're gonna be discussing the four C's. And as a civility world ambassador, I tell you, let me tell you what my four C's are. Let me tell you what I train and I speak about, and I definitely work with girls and women around the globe. We work on civility, community, creativity, and climate change. And this week, we are going to be tackling, dissecting, and, and I hope and pray that you are going to be inspired and you're gonna learn from all the amazing women. And we even got some guys with us too that'll be coming and sharing. So tonight we're here in the US, Tomorrow night, we are discussing community. We will be actually on the continent of Africa. Yes, we will. We have another amazing young lady. She'll be coming from Kansas. She'll be here tomorrow to talk about community. And then we have creativity. We're going to South America. We have some amazing girls from Guyana that will be sharing. We have an awesome lady, young lady from the US. She is actually from Michigan. Flint, Michigan. She will be here. And last but not least, we're going back to South Africa. South Africa. We'll actually be in South America on the last day and we'll be talking about climate change. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm glad you are here. Now again, tonight, tonight, we're talking civility. Tonight, I have four young ladies from New Jersey, from here in the US. And I have the pleasure of personally working with each of them. They are all dedicated members of Blessed Girls. They are beautiful young ladies and they are leaders in their own community. Tonight, we're talking about civility. Now, civility is defined as being polite, kind, courteous, and just really having good manners, right? And, and each of these things I can say are attributes about all of the girls that are gonna speak tonight. But however, wouldn't you agree that our communities, our leadership, our politicians, uh, we all can use being a little bit more civil, right? We can be a little bit more polite. We can be a little more courteous, if you will. And so when I tell you, this is when I looked it up, civility comes from the word civis. And civis means citizen. 
right? And I believe it is our civic duty as citizens to be civil and look for ways to show more kindness and more understanding. You agree? If you agree, just type civility right there. I'll say I agree. Give us some thumbs up because more, if, if nothing else tonight, I want you to show these girls some love, some support, some encouragement because they, again, are the leaders of today. But here's the thing. Guess what the opposite of civility is? Anybody know? The opposite of civility is incivility. And that is defined as basically a general term for social behavior lacking in civility, lacking good manners, being rude, lack of respect. <laughs> anybody, anybody, when someone is actually uh, operating in a threatening behavior? Now, how many of us have seen or experienced some incivility lately? Anybody? Uh, I'm sure, right? So, so I guess you, you would agree. Agree with me that it is time for us to listen, it is time for us to learn, and it's time for us to live civility. Now, let me tell you, let me, let me, let me tell you about my first guest. I'm gonna bring her up. My first guest, let me find her, let me find her, let me bring her up. Here she comes, here she comes. My first guest, her name is Miss Caitlin Black. Miss Caitlin Black hails from New Brunswick, New Jersey. Now, let me tell you, she is an avid tennis player. Now, and she's a lettered tennis player, I can say. <laughs> she's in the 10th grade. She loves reading. And here's what she is. She is active in promoting Black Lives Matter. Good evening, Caitlin. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm happy to see you tonight. So glad you could join us. So glad you could join us. Are you ready to talk civility, sis? I'm ready. So you're ready. All right. All right. Now, let, let me bring what's up. Let me bring her up, bring her up, bring her up. Next to the stage, I just want you to just, y'all getting a little intro, little intro. Here they come. Here they come. Next is Miss Tamia Lewis-Saint. Now, Tamia is an 11th grader. She goes to St. Vincent Academy. She runs track and she has been dancing for over 10 years with a concentration in gymnastics, jazz, contemporary. And I think, yeah, okay, that was, I, I, I know I've seen her. I don't know if that's contemporary too. I know I've seen her do some hip hop. <laughs> but listen, she is a member of the National Honor Society. She's received many academic awards. Um, and, and she also has uh, been involved in Girl Scouts, right? And she's still currently a member. So listen, I, I like this part about her. She says, with all this being said, I am passionate about who I will become. And I am grateful for the journey to, to come to become who I become with the help of God. Come on, Tamia. How you doing tonight? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's see. Let me see if she might be on mute. Let me, let me make sure the folks can hear you tonight. There you go. I'm good. Well, good to see you, sis. You know, you got the big hair. Don't care like <laughs> me tonight. I'm glad that you are here and we are going to talk civility tonight. Yes. So, all right. Yes. All right, good stuff, good stuff. All right, let me just show my next, next up, next up to the stage, next up to the stage. Let me make sure she's ready, let me make sure she's ready. 
Let me make sure she's ready. Now, you all, if you if you have never met Miss Simone Banks, Simone Banks, she says she's a proud member of Blessed Girls. She loves to draw, animate, sing, and cook. She runs her own YouTube channel where she posts small animation. She is a creative, so she'll be back also on our creative night. Uh, she has an inventing spirit, and this makes her, she can make friends easily, and she's not afraid to put on a show. Welcome, welcome to the stage, Miss Simone Banks. Where are you? How are you, ma'am? Hello, hello. How are you? I, I'm, I'm well, thank you. <laughs> You know, we have our own in-studio audience. Can you hear them, guys? <laughs> so we, we can love even with our audience here uh, in the studio, if you will. But I'm super excited for, for each of these amazing ladies, and we're going to get right into it. Now, here's the thing. I want, I want our audience to know this is a perfect time for you to comment, for you to share, for you to like. Uh, if you're watching uh, on Facebook, please make sure you share your comments. Uh, I see Tracy Randolph. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening. I see some of the parents are here with us. We thank you so much for joining us tonight. But listen. This is this is this is really about our youth. This is about our future, and it's time to to listen. Y'all here? Listen, right? Learn so we can live civility. So we're gonna jump right in. So make sure you type in your comments, your takeaways, because we're gonna jump right in to our conference. All right, y'all know this is live TV, right? <laughs> as soon as we start, uh, you know, I got I got folks some things jumping off, but it's all good. It's all good. All right, so let me see where. Let me find my first my first speaker tonight. All right, here we go. I got to make sure I can get her up here. Hold on, hold on. All right, I see. Tamia is here. We have to find, we got to find Miss Caitlin, but I guess we're going to go ahead with Tamia because she is here and she is ready to go. So, Tamia, you ready? Yes. All right. So here is our first question. We are here to talk about civility. We gave a, a, a brief overview about civility and what civility is and what the opposite of, which is incivility, right? And and, and you heard that, uh, you know, being rude, yes. <laughs> being disrespectful, that is the opposite of. And I, I, I know we, we can see that certainly in, in our community at different times. But my first question is, what does civility mean to you? I'm going to give you two questions at a time. What does civility mean to you? And how does civility impact your life? In my view, civility means having the decency to show kind acts, to be there for your neighbor or your family members, but also, most importantly, to do it in a dignified manner. When you have civility, it means you have manners and you have respect for others, but you show your honor. So overall, I believe civility means showing courtesy in the way you speak or behave. Civility has a major impact in my life. Since civility is about respect, it also is constantly being brought up in my life and how I talk to others, how I help them, and making sure they have the best positive interest in me and I have the same in them. 
It's important to be civil towards others because it builds an amazing character for yourself. I believe that from me, I always have true intentions from others and it builds my personality stronger and it continues to daily. Something real good there, sis. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love this because if, if I hear you, you, what I hear you saying is this is something that literally is a part of who you are. Right. Yes. It's a part of your daily activity. It's not something that you got to look for, search for. This really is who you are. And I, and I totally agree to that. So you said it's in how you speak, how you treat others. Right. And and and, and if you will, because, you know, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit more with it if I can. So because I. I, I gave you an example of civility currently in the opposite, right? Can you give me an example of someone being incivil or something that you've seen in the past week or two <laughs> that would, would show and demonstrate incivility? Because sometimes, because again, it's a part of our daily life, it becomes a part of our culture. We may not even be aware of it when, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's a part of our norm. Right. Because to yes. be incivil, to be rude, you know, to be nasty or what have you, that might just be the way I was brought up. That just might be the way we talk to each other. You know, in my home, in my family, around my friends, this might be the way that we are. Right. So can you give me an example, a good case and a bad case, if you will? Can you just, you know, make it real simple for them so they can really see and understand today? OK, so, for example, I'm a high school student. So during school, someone might need help with their homework and you're sitting, someone's sitting there who knows how to do the problems and then someone's there and they're not really trying to help. So an incivility act would be to be selfish and not help, help that person next to you. Meanwhile, there can be that other student who shows civility and steps up and works through the problem with the student. That's good. I, good. And that, and I love that stepping up. That's the yes. first thing you're talking about being civil, civil, it, it requires you to step up and to yes. be a leader. If that is that right? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. Taking courage, you know, which we talk about for blessed girls to be bold, to be you. And that that is courageous. Right. So that's good. That's good. All Thank right. You. All right. Thank you so much. All right. We're gonna, I, I'm, I'm manning the controls here. Let's see. Let's see. Here she go. Here she go. All right. We're bringing up Caitlin. Caitlin is coming back up. She's coming back up. Caitlin, Caitlin, welcome, welcome. All right, Miss Caitlin. Now, I don't know. Do I have to give you the question back again? What does civility mean to you? And how does civility impact your life? Um, Civility means just being a human being. Because you need to have respect for everybody that you know. Even if you don't know them, you should still have respect. Like me, if I'm, going, if I'm walking to the store... And I, I see somebody I don't know, but they're looking at me. I'm automatically going to wave back and say hi because that's just being respectful. So it just means being a human being, especially during these times with the whole Black Lives Matter. That pe sometimes people like police, they view, they view black people as not a human being. But at the same time, even though that they're different skin color, you still got to have respect for them. Absolutely. 
A absolutely. And, and I know that you are certainly passionate about Black Lives Matter and civility definitely takes high priority in that regard uh, as of us being civil to one another, showing uh, caring, courteousness, you know, being kind in that way. And, and we certainly have seen a lot of incivility, if you will, in that in that regard. So when you talk about just being a human being, to me, that's like that puts us all on the same playing field, if you will, right? It levels us, right? You, mm -hmm. No one is different because of the color of your skin, where you live, the amount of money you have, all these types of things. It, instead of bringing us together, it, it seems to have separated us, if you will. So just share just a little bit about uh, your experience and why you're so passionate about Black Lives Matter. I'm passionate because, you know, I'm Black and my family, and I don't want... I would never want somebody in my family to experience that because it'll bring pain and stuff like that. And just having civility is so important with Black Lives Matter because even even though it may not affect you, but it affects everybody else. You have to think for you have to think about what other people are gonna do or what other people are gonna feel about it. And, and that's being considerate. <laughs> Another a big one that could be even for a C is really being considerate of others. And, and even when I, I hear you speaking, it's a matter of, uh, you know, again, different experiences, right? You know, uh, and but still thinking about how others are going to be affected by what we do or what we don't do. How do we respond and we don't respond? So, so this is good. This is good. So I thank you for sharing. I am going to bring up I think I'm just going to have you guys all come up here because it'll be better for me if we all are on the screen and then we'll just go from each other. If that makes sense. If you're comfortable with that, I think that's good. All right. All right. Simone Banks, welcome, welcome. Simone, talk to me. What does civility mean to you and how does it impact your life? Well, you know what? I just, that's good to even consider it as uh, civility can boost your mood. I, I like that idea uh, because I think it's energy. You know how they say it's a vibe? <laughs> so we're going to say civility is a vibe. <laughs> Civility is a vibe. How about that? We bring energy. <laughs> when we bring civility, we bring a vibe. We bring energy. I, I like that idea. I, I really, really, I never thought about it that way. And I really do like that. Let's make sure we all can get on this screen and stay on the screen. All right, perfect. <laughs> I want to make sure we're here. All right. So now we all know we've been six plus months now, seven months in a pandemic. 
And COVID has definitely, uh, I think it's been over 200,000 people that we have lost to uh, COVID-19, right? And now I want to just hear from you all because I know a lot of times we know from an adult perspective, right, how we've been affected. But I would love to hear from you. How has the pandemic affected you personally? And if you can give us a view of your community, and your community could be your friends, your family, your church family. Uh, I know you have Girl Scouts and different clubs you that you that you are a part of. So tell me, I'm going to jump to Tamia. Tell me, how has the pandemic affected your community? The pandemic has affected my community in a majority of ways. The community I'm going to focus on is school. So the pandemic came out of nowhere. No one expected for it to come. And virtual school and online schooling is two different totally things. So it was a lot to grasp the concept. So me and my peers, we really had to adapt and learn how to change into a virtual environment versus online school. So that was the way it changed our community. And we had to learn lots of new skills. And the way the pandemic affected me personally was being able to learn more about myself. Since we had more time alone, I was able to figure out things I never knew about myself and just practice self-care more. So the pandemic has affected um, everyone positively and negatively. That, that's good. I like the fact that you identified the both the positive and the negative, right? Because it's like we could take lemons and make lemonade. Yes. And the self-discovery, that's true, because we had to be alone, <laughs> right? We had to, you know, come together just with our families. There was a level of isolation um, and dealing with yourself, looking into yourself, dealing with self-care uh, is certainly some some major things. So I, I'm so happy to hear that in a different way of even learning of getting your education now online who would have ever thought that um but that's that's certainly certainly key so so thank you for that how about you caitlin how has the pandemic affected you and your community the pandemic affects me religiously because i'm christian and you know i go to church every sunday i'm used to going to church every sunday and because of the pandemic we couldn't do that because at my church we have a lot of older people which the which the coronavirus can affect them worse than it can even affect me so even being cautious about that, even thinking, like, I couldn't go to church anymore. Cause me, I like going to church. So it kind of made me, like, you know, upset. But I knew it was, it was a good reason we couldn't go to church. Mm. Interesting. Interesting, because uh, that is a big thing, especially those that, you know, fellowship and go to church and synagogues and mosques and halls, right? So it affected not even just Christians. It affected all religious communities, correct? Right? Yes. So that's a, a good way to, to look at it and to, to really think about it. And you love going to church. Come on now. <laughs> and not being able to go and having that fellowship and serving is really key. And I think it's unique to hear a, a, a young person say that they miss church. And, you know, but then still thinking about your elders and making sure that we were protecting them and staying social distancing and, and things like that is, is key. So I, I appreciate that perspective. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right, Simone, talk to us. How have has the pandemic affected your community? Uh, so it's affected me uh, personally uh, a lot with school because because uh, I started remote learning actually when I was in eighth grade. 
And like that was uh, that was pretty easy because like we didn't really have Zoom calls. They didn't really set it up yet. They just kind of gave us the work that we needed. We did it. And that was the end of it. But now that I'm a freshman, like they're they're a lot more serious with things, which is I mean, you know, it's expected. But they I live in Edison. So uh, so I go uh, to Edison High School. They give us a stupid amount of work. When I say stupid, I mean like completely unethical. Like, like I got like four assignments from one class. It that that kind of unethical. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's affected by community by pretty much just like dividing us even more than we already were before. Because like uh, even uh, even before the pandemic, we were still like pretty separated. But like now, I mean. Like, I can't even see my friends. I can't go see, like, my family. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's it's interesting to hear that you feel you're getting more work <laughs> in school. And, and I, I like the uh, the perspective of it, of different ways of learning, but you feel like you're getting, uh, and, I, and I know you've been saying that from the beginning because we've been checking in with each other, that you feel, uh, I don't know. You feel like you get dumped on a little bit. <laughs> you, would, you would think that remote learning is better, but really, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you what do you think to me about that? You you agree about the the workload? Yes, I definitely agree because there's a big balance between doing classwork versus homework. Because usually, when you're in school, it's like, okay, I'm gonna do this classwork, and then when I get home, I'm gonna do my homework. But now it's like, where do you balance it? Because you're home, so you're doing classwork and homework. Gotcha. I I get the fact, like you said, there's a the homework and the classwork is all together, right? Yeah. Interesting, interesting perspective. Okay, but we have we definitely have educators watching, and and that's a good thing. So hopefully they're here. <laughs> the message will get out. Uh, how you guys are feeling? So so that. That's definitely, definitely key. Uh, so I hope everyone can hear hear us. Uh, we're not having too much technical difficulty. I'm hearing some people can't hear us. So hopefully we are now coming loud and clear. Uh, I can hear you all, um, but definitely you could tune in. Uh, we're definitely live on Facebook and we'll be on YouTube and uh, on Instagram, IGTV as well, very shortly. All right, good. I see good now coming in. All right. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All right. So we're talking civility. We are tackling the four C's and we are tonight is all about civility, right? So now here's what I, I'm going to ask my amazing panel. What do you feel is missing from today's culture? And how, how, how do you think that we, we could, uh, you know, build whatever is missing, right? How can we increase that or make a difference right now? And, and when I say culture, I'm thinking about you guys. I'm thinking about your environment, your culture, your community, your friends, right? What you see. And, and not so much even your friends that you can touch every day, but I know social media, you're connected, your connection, your network, right? How can we, how can we, uh, you know, make a difference or help to fill whatever you feel is missing right now in, in our today's culture, in your culture, I would say, if you will. So Caitlin, I'm going to start with you with that. I feel like in today's, well, our culture that we're missing that driven mindset. 
Because I feel Ooh. like this letter. Wait, 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 Stop it. I'm on now. I got to make sure they get this. You said we're missing a driven mindset. You guys get that in the audience. You got to just give them time to get it, Caitlin. All right. I got I just don't run through it. All right. I want somebody to put that in the comments. A driven mindset. Now, that came from Caitlin Black. I 10th grader, she's talking about a driven mindset. All right, because this is solutions tonight. All right, Caitlin, I'll let you go ahead now. Go ahead. I feel like we're missing a driven mindset because I feel like this generation is very lazy. Ooh. And, okay. <laughs> and I feel like we don't have that encouragement or that push. Like, oh, we could get it from our parents, okay, but just that push from other, like your peers that could move you and make you and that could help you accomplish your goals and all your and, uh, all your achievements that's good and that's plus really we have good. social media so it should be a little bit easier to do that so even in social media you don't feel like folks ain't really driven you you seeing a lot of laziness in social media yeah. <laughs> what do you think yes yeah, a lot of laziness honestly now, now tell me about this, this, uh, what you mean by lazy? Not <laughs> I'm going to go a little deeper with you. I'm going to make sure, because some people saying they can hear me. I want to make sure they know. Now, Caitlin said that we're missing a driven mindset, that we tend to be a bit lazy. And, and, and even in social media, we should be pushing one another. So I'm asking her to explain, like, what does it mean by lazy? Can you just go a little deeper with that? Go ahead. Lazy mean like you want everybody to do something for you. Like, mm. of course, your parents are supposed to help you along the way, but they're not supposed to help you the whole way. They're supposed to let you fly, and you need to be more independent and stop leaning on somebody else. Ooh. That's good, Caitlin. Wait a minute. So can I say entitlement? Is yes. it, would that be a good one? Like you feel like you're entitled to this. You don't necessarily have to work hard for it, but you feel like success or, or money or these things that you see, right, that you should just, they should just happen for you. You might not necessarily have to work for it. Is that sound about right? Is that a good yes. word? Yes. That's good. That's good. Well, so thank you. For example, Go ahead. For example, like famous people, like you think, oh, um, uh, Kanye West. His kids, they might not feel like they have to work so hard because their parents have all the money so they could do whatever they want and they have more privileges than people who are not really famous. Okay. So then they'll be they'll become more lazy and then feel like they have to do nothing and they're not entitled to anything. That's good. That's that's certainly, certainly good. And, and, and even for me and my generation and beyond, I feel like even sometimes we're to blame for that, right? Because we may give you things that you didn't have to work for and you might not really understand the value of things because we want to give you what we didn't have you know what i mean so okay. we overindulge you and just give it to you easily simply because we're trying to you know and, and i'm sure parents if you're watching right we, we might overindulge you because we didn't have it right i, I wish i could have had them jordans man listen I, I was getting sneakers from favors or somewhere i don't know but i wish so now i'll get you them jordans right i'll spend 200 300 on sneakers when that would be absurd <laughs> I, you know I, the highest i think i spent on sneakers was like 60 70 and that was Oh my goodness, right? So these just things like that, you know, even come on with these cell phones and the ear pods and 
uh, AirPods. I ain't even saying it right, right? <laughs> but all of these things we give you, even from a parental standpoint, because I didn't have it. You know, like, I, I really just want more for you guys. But in turn, it might be giving you a level of uh, entitlement, right? Um, and it might not, it's, it's taken away from your drive, right? To work hard and to attain the things that you want. Is that, is that, that's good. That's really, really good, Caitlin. Anything else in closing before we move down to Tamia? Nope, I'm good. You go to Tamia. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, Tamia. Now, Tamia, what do you feel is missing from today's culture? And, oh, wait a minute, Caitlin, what do you think we can do to help to build up that driven mindset and to get rid of that entitlement? What do you think that we can do? You guys, your age group, and what can I do as a parent, as a, as a leader, as a youth leader right now? What are some things that I can do to help build that? Well, as a parent, youth leader, be more, less lenient. Mm. What? <laughs> you really want to? <laughs> Not a lot, like, no, just a little bit, like a little bit at a time. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Tamia, go right, jump right in. I'm just here. You talk to me and tell us about it. <laughs> what I feel is most lacking from my culture is confidence. I believe confidence is what's most likely like lacking because we have social media now. And social media has exposed a lot of different platforms, like how celebrities are and how their lifestyles are. And we tend to compare ourselves to all these celebrities and all these unrealistic things when our lives aren't really like that. So confidence can really make a big factor in our culture. And now with our young mindsets, we're more gullible to things that we see because we're like, oh, this is what we know, but it's not really what we know, it's just what we see. And there's so much potential that... Pump the brakes to me. I gotta let them know. Hold on. Now, Tamia speaking, y'all. Now, Tamia said what we're lacking is confidence. Now, that is something that's really, really, really important because I may think just because you're the loudest one, just because you're the cutest one, just because you got, you know, whatever the shoes are and the hair and the weave and everything, that really don't mean you're confident. Right? Like sometimes the outer appearance, right? We can give off this facade, but you really are not confident. And I like how you talked about, these are some good scenes you got to me. <laughs> when you said about comparing yourself and with social media, there's a lot of comparison going on. So I had to just make sure I, I, I got, let the audience get that. Okay. I don't want to run past it, but to me, it's talking about confidence is lacking and we're doing a lot of comparing ourselves. And I'm sure that's definitely sure true for girls, right? And for women, we, we're doing a lot of comparing ourselves to what someone else has. I'm sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay. Let's let the audience get this. Okay. <laughs> And also lack of confidence, um, especially youth, we tend to miss a lot of opportunities because we're not being our true selves. We're not being bold and vigorous and just trying to go beyond and beyond ourselves. So I believe confidence is really what's lacking because there's so much passion behind our young minds and we're still growing and we're still developing. And if we let things like social media come between the way, then we're just missing out on so much. And if we all had the big confidence, we would just be unstoppable. Mm, you would be unstoppable. So you're telling us, what should we be doing? We should be building our confidence? Yes, and believing in ourselves. That's where it starts. 
believing in yourself. And y'all know that's blessed girl. Be bold and be you. All right. So this this is really, really good because like I said, I from the outward appearance, I would think, oh, these girls, you know, because they wearing this and they looking good and the stomachs out. Y'all know how y'all dress. All right, I ain't gonna say now, but y'all know. But that could be a misconception, right? Of confidence, but that's not necessarily it. And that person may not even be them true selves, right? They could be doing what they think is hot. I don't know. Y'all chime in. What else? Am I, am I right? What you think? Yes. Especially like social media now, it's a whole nother life. Like someone can be faking their life behind a screen. You don't know what they're thinking. It's just, oh, you see this post, you see this post, but someone can be really broken down and all they're doing is putting a caption and a picture of them smiling, but you don't know the backstory. And that's what social media does. That's good. Faking a punk, huh? Come on, Tamia. Tamia says social media will have you fronting. <laughs> and her words to my words, that's old school words, right? <laughs> that a lot of people are putting off, you know, a facade on social media. So and even what I'm hearing, that social media still plays a big role, right, in your guys' culture in your life, right? And it could be positive and negative. So how can I use social media, right, to help me become driven? How can I use social media to help me build my confidence? Any anybody want to jump in on that? What do you think? To me, this is your 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 segment. So tell me, what do you think? To network and just start uplifting each other, not having these unrealistic goals. And just loving ourselves for who we really are, because that's where it starts. Once you start loving yourself and finding your inner beauty, then you can express it outwards. So once you do that, you can really just do anything. I love it. To me, it says network and loving yourself. And 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 I get networking, but I even want to encourage you that your tribe. The girls that you hang out with, right? Who is in your ear? Who you really, you know what I'm saying? It's talking to you the most, right? And and that's why your your vibe will attract your tribe, right? If you being fake, like you saying, right? Fake your phony, you're gonna attract the girls that that about that same mindset. But when you could be true, you could be honest, you could be yourself, then that vibe can attract girls that are of like mind, right? Like like mindsets, driven mindsets, if you will, um, even through social media. And you can you can really create a network. And that's definitely what this is about, what Blessed Girls is about, is helping to, to build a tribe of girls, right, to be the leaders. And, and you guys certainly are, are just that. Anything we want to add, uh, Simone, Caitlin, anything you want to add to that before we move on? No, I'm good. You good? Submit, yep. Simone, anything you want to build? I see Miss Rosetta West. She said, build your confidence and believe in yourself. Great point, Tamia. They got it. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for watching. That's Mama West, I say. She is uh, chiming in from Kansas as well. So that those are really, really great points. All right. So we're going to move on. Miss Simone Banks, tell me, tell me, what do you think is missing from today's culture and how can we bridge the gap or add more of that missing link uh, today? So let's see. For, I think, like, this is just my opinion. I think, like, what's, what's really missing in today's culture is communication. Stop because, it. Communication. All right, talk about it. Because, like... Okay, hear me out. 
I I am a part of Generation Z along with I'm pretty sure Timmy and Caitlin. Yeah. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that Generation Z is one of the most accepting generations of humanity. And wow. Okay, listen, we got I just slow down. You gotta let him get it, Simone, okay? Because you dropping some nuggets, all right? So I wanna make sure that they got it. So now Simone says that the, the what she feels like in her opinion is missing the most is communication, right? And you, this is generation Z, right? And and you are the most accepting generation, if you will. Okay. And now what do you mean by that? Accepting. By that, I mean, like, all right, so this is just compared to, like, millennials and everybody else. Like, I I just think that, like, from personal experience, we're very, like, accepting. Like, we, we not only support, like, pretty much everybody, like, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, and everybody. We, we don't care what race you are. We don't right. care about your uh, ethnicity or race or religion. We don't care. Like we, I mean, I just see people as human beings. I don't really care like what skin color you are. No offense to whoever I am talking to, but I just see you as a person. Like I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. That's good. And I, yeah, I think that communication is definitely missing uh, especially in generation z because uh like tamia said before uh we have like we have social media we should be able to you know communicate with each other but like not not just through social media but like you know in person i mean i i completely understand that we can't really do that now unless we're doing it six feet apart but yeah, I think that we are definitely missing communication and we should. I, I'm i not really sure that we can push that now because uh, because of the pandemic. But yeah, I guess like when the pandemic is finally somewhat over, like mm-hmm. we should really get on it. Like not not just via social media, but in person. Well, you know, the thing is, I, I feel like even us being here today, us even having this conference this week, communication is one of the biggest things, right? And giving you even the opportunity to speak your mind, right? So I feel good about it. I feel like this is what I, I'm glad that uh a lot of the things that you feel like are missing that we have an opportunity on this platform uh, and definitely what we do with women and youth, right? Is that this is, I'm glad that we are giving you this platform to communicate. And and another thing that comes to mind, even as a parent, is that communication is goes two ways, right? So I, I in order to really communicate or I have to listen, right? I always say we got one mouth with two ears, right? So in order to really build on communication, it goes both ways. I have to allow you to speak. I allow allow myself to hear what you're saying and for me to receive that without any bias, without, you know, thinking I already know what you're going to 
say and why are you going to say it? But let me just be open to hear really what's on your heart and what's on your mind. And that's what even tonight is about. That's what this conference is about. Giving you young ladies the opportunity to speak and to communicate what's on your heart, what you're experiencing. And, and I'm glad that you feel like communication. And, and I feel like even as a parent, we need to listen more. I'm going to say it <laughs> as a parent, teenage, young men, you know what? You guys really do like your thoughts, your feelings, they matter. Like, you know, I get it. <laughs> I really, really get it. And, and I know that's a shift in a mindset, you know, for adults, for parents, for your grandparents, you know, for our elders, because it's like, you know, you just, you know, in my generation, it's like you kids are just to be seen and not heard. <laughs> And if I ask you, this is a grown folk conversation. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. And, and I really feel like in the right environment, your communication and you letting us know what you think and what you feel absolutely matters. So I think that is really, really good. And I'm glad that, you know, that I, I can be a part of the solution uh, and, to, and to help in that regard. So what do you think we can do to bridge the gap? Of course, this is one thing that we're doing. But Simone, what do you think that we can do to help build communication, uh, you know, with your community and your culture? Let's see. So I think I don't know how to explain this. We we as humanity can't accept if we don't know who we are accepting. Take okay. take everything I say with a little grain of salt. <laughs> but like to fix uh, to fix the problem of communication like we, again, like Tamia said before, we have, like nowadays, we have like so many ways to talk to each other, to like communicate with each other. But like, we can't just talk, we actually have to listen. Like, have you ever heard uh, the phrase, uh, something goes in one ear and then just out the other? That, that is mm -hmm. what, like, I feel like that statement really connects to our generation. I mean, like gotcha. me personally, of course, like my mom tells me stuff all the time and just goes in one ear and out the other. But, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just really listen to each other more. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this because, listen, that is our theme this week. It's time to listen, to learn, and to live civility. And that's what this is all about. And those that are watching, those that are here, uh, that watch the broadcast, the rebroadcast, that's it. We are here to listen and to learn from these amazing youth leaders uh, this week. So I, I truly, truly thank you. So this is our last question for tonight. You see how fast that went, guys? <laughs> listen, time just, just goes by, but you all will be back throughout the week as well. Um, as Blessed Girl Leaders, you'll be moderators and participating uh, at a different level. So my last, no, this is not even the last, well, a little bit. We get close to the last. What misconception or misunderstanding between youth and adults? What are some of those misconceptions that we have? And so we'll just we'll just start off with you, Simone, since you 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 are leading the way. What do you think is a misconception between uh, you and I? <laughs> um, 
probably that we don't understand each other because like coming coming from two separate generations like we have different mindsets like i mean i'm not gonna say that like one is completely different than the other like we share we share similarities but like hmm i don't know how to explain this because like, I have, I have what I want to say in my head, but I don't know how to put it into words. Okay. I, so, a mis- what what is what is a common misunderstanding you think that we have between each other, adults and youth? What is a misunderstanding, or what what was one some of the common misunderstandings between your parents? You think what what do you think is is one thing? Between my parents, between you and your parents, or oh, your teachers, or adult leaders, if you will. I mean, like it would probably be the same thing. Like I had, I had like a little uh, a mini argument with my mom about uh, my drawings and stuff. I mean, like, it wasn't, it wasn't really an argument, but like we were just kind of talking. And like she was saying, like, oh my God, like this is actually like really good, but you know, like you can always improve. Like we need to get you into an art school. Like if this is what you want to do, then it's what you want to do. Like it should be like your entire career. And I'm like, all right, like right, right now it's kind of just like you know, it's my passion. It's what I like to do. But like applying, applying all of these things to only one thing that you like it kind of takes kind of takes like all the fun out of it like like i i love to draw like i love to upload i love to animate that's that's what i do and i'm and i'm fairly certain that it's what i want to do for the future right but like adding adding on like everything now like you need to do this you need to do that you should probably like start planning for the future i which is reasonable but like right now, I have so much time to do that. Like I mean, I'm only a freshman. Right, right, right. Like, right. I have like I just want to enjoy like it just being a hobby for now. Like at least until I become a junior. Okay. Just so. So just let so me I can still enjoy it. Can can capture it. So for example, this is something that you just want to enjoy yourself. You don't want to be like as your mom, you know, as a mom. All right, we gotta get you trained, you gotta go to school, we gotta <laughs> we we just go overboard, right? And you're like, just pump the brakes, I'm good. Let me just have fun with this for now, right? Um, but we're we're thinking about your future. Like we're too, you know, probably too driven. Like, all right, h- how do you get from here to there? And we're already trying to get you there. And you're like, let me just have fun and enjoy this for a minute. Is yes. that right? Yes, because like I mean, like I mean, like of course, like of course, I'm gonna think about like my passion for the future because obviously I want to be an artist. Sure. But like just. Just let me have fun with it now. Like, let it still be a passion. Like, just don't, don't turn it into my job just yet, even <laughs> though that's what I want. Right, just right, like, right. let me, let me live in the now before I start thinking about the future. Like, I have, I have all of high school to think about, like, you know, right. what, what I'm going to do in life, what job I want, what college I'm going to go to. I mean, like, pre- most of it is already planned out, but. <laughs> Like even even still, I just want to enjoy myself. That's good. You can only be a freshman once. You can only be a teenager just once. You're right. 
and, and I like that. So allow you to be present in your right, your right now. Allow you to enjoy your current situation, your current, you know, hobby, whatever it is. Let's allow our youth to be young, to enjoy and just have fun. Is that is that a good? That'll be a good good advice. Advice yes. for me, for your mama, for, yes. <laughs> for us. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. All right, all right. So I'm gonna tell Caitlin to step on up so we can see Caitlin. All right, Caitlin, you see you getting dark back there. I gotta make sure I can see you. All right, Caitlin, don't be hiding back there. Come on up here, Caitlin. Caitlin, what is a misconception or a misunderstanding between youth and adults today? Um, I feel like a misunderstanding would be that youth aren't somebody because and that youth don't have that youth don't need to um have civility or even parents like they may feel like oh like for example like me and my mom so if i if if she's trying to come walk past me and be, she'd be like move but then if i say move to her it's a problem so i feel like we need to have we both need to have respect for each other and I feel like parents don't have, like, they feel like kids are not doing anything these days. Or, like, they feel they feel the kids' pain because, you know, they were young, too. But it's different nowadays. Like, we have social media. Yeah. People, kids have to deal with peer pressure and other things that can affect them. And they feel like kids don't have responsibilities. Like, for me, I have to deal with tennis. I have school. I have other clubs and the other things I'm part of, and I have to juggle that. That can be hard. But a parent might feel like, oh, um, I'm paying the bills. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. That's a lot, too. But kids are dealing with a lot of stuff now, too, especially with corona right now. It's hard yeah. to do that. Really, really good. And if I understand you, it's like, you know what? You have your own pressure. Right. You even though you're not paying the bills, even though you don't have to worry about getting, you know, someone's providing for you or getting you here from there. But there is a pressure on you guys as youth right now. Right. You have yeah. your own level of concerns and stress. And I know that with suicide rates being so high among young teens right now, especially African-American girls. I mean, clearly, right. The level of mental illness and depression and anxiety. Clearly, there is a level of pressure that that is honestly, you know, really, really, really stressing you guys and, and taking some of us out. So I think that we have to, we have to recognize that and we have to shift um, the way that we deal with one another. And that's from adult to youth, right? And I, I, I certainly, certainly see that. And I, and I hear that and I get it. And I promise you, y'all hitting me even as a parent, you know, how I talk to my, come on, just get here, right? Is that how we talk? <laughs> Yes. Let's go. Just because I said so, right? I know. And, and, and I'm beating myself in the head today. <laughs> go ahead, Caitlin. <laughs> yes, I do feel like that could be a problem. And it can even affect kids and, like, you know, this generation. Like, when they become parents, they're going to be doing the same thing. And it's going to continue on and on and on, generation after generation. Oh, my Which will be bad. And then I will lose. Gen it, we will lose civility through generation through generation through generation that's good that's good caitlin 
I promise you, because now you're talking about breaking generational norms, curses, right? And, and we have the power to do that, right? And I think when you position it that way, to even adults and parents, like I understand that that's how my mother talked to me. I understand that that's how my grandmother talked to my mother, right? But it's gonna stop at this generation. I have agreed to stop and change the norm that I'm going to allow, and I mean, not crazy. You ain't gonna be cussing and fighting in my house and doing all craziness, all right? Y'all know that, right? But <laughs> I will give you the, the space to be who you are. I will give you the respect to speak to me and let me know what you're going through, right? If some of the things that 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 you 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 would love to see yes that's good that's good to me i see simone y'all shaking your head anything y'all want to add to what she's saying uh actually yeah uh, uh okay. what you said before about like pressure like i completely understand because like, i i just became a freshman and like the first week was absolute pain and torture like I because like I actually had like multiple I guess mental breakdowns if you will mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right term but that's like, what I, like to you <laughs> you felt like you was having a mental breakdown yeah. okay that's good and like I tried uh, I tried to tell uh, my mom about it she was just like oh uh that's normal welcome to high school and like I, I was just like, wait a minute, like the, the, that's it. I don't, I don't get any like advice because like, I understand that like high school back of a uh, Missanana when you were in high school, like things, things were probably way different. But now they're even more different. Like I didn't, I didn't really get much sympathetic advice because like my mom isn't in high school anymore. Like it was different for her then. And now it's different for me, yeah. like just because I I knew that it would be a, that it would be a big jump from eighth grade to ninth grade. Mm -hmm. But nobody ever told me that this was the outcome, just like a big like just a walking ball of anxiety and just pain. Gotcha. And I didn't really like the first week. Gotcha. Now I'm used to it. Now I'm just. Eh. Gotcha. But then you had to make that adjustment. And there was definitely a lot of pressure uh, in that adjustment. And, and and for us to recognize that, that's your reality. That is your truth. And I think I, I hear what you're saying that, you know, a lot of times we just uh, gloss or glaze over the things that you're going through. But they, it's real. It's real to you. I'm sure a year from now, you're going to be like, oh, that was a piece of cake. That was a cakewalk. But right now, today... I'm struggling. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like that is yes. So you guys are really helping uh, a lot of us adults. I know there's some parents watching, adults, grandparents, aunties, godparents. You know, like we we certainly should be more sensitive to that. Yes, this is going to be. You know, when you're 21, you're going to be like, what? What ninth grade was a piece of cake? But when you was in that thing. You felt like it was a mental breakdown. You felt like you couldn't go on. Like, this is the worst thing for you right now. I get that. I get that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Tamia, anything else before I pose the question to you? Are you ready me to just throw it to you? <laughs> you want to add to this or you want to go ahead and answer it for yourself? 
I'm ready for the question. All right, all right. Well, Tamia, this is it. We've been talking about what is a misconception or misunderstanding between youth and adults today. What would you say is one of the biggest misunderstandings? Simone kind of talked on this topic, and I believe that the biggest miscommunication is misconception is communication, but it's deeper than just communication. It's constant communication. And when you're constantly talking to someone, a parent or a teacher or a friend, you need to make sure you're affirming to each other and that you're agreeing on things, but not necessarily agreeing, but making sure you hear each other out because it's a different story when you're talking to someone just to get your point across. And it's different when you're listening to understand each other, even though you may not agree. So I believe, especially now with youth and young adults, we kind of just want to get our point across and be like, oh, I'm right, you're wrong. So I feel like if we just listen and take the, take the time to understand each other, then we're easy. it's easier to just talk and do anything. This is good. Listen to understand, right? And, and yeah. I have to say again, even as you, as an adult, we're so busy. You know, we're going through what we're going through. I'm trying to cook dinner. I'm trying to get you somewhere. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But maybe I'm really not listening. I, I You guys are hitting me in my heart tonight. <laughs> like, this is really, really good. And it's good to hear it from you. You know, like, we certainly need to listen. And constant communication, to me, is talking about. She is encouraging us to have constant communication. With, and you know what? And you guys might have to say, Ma, listen, like, grab my hand. Ma, look me in the eye. <laughs> like, stop what you're doing. And I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me because this is so, so key and this is helping. I, I promise you guys, you guys are really helping somebody. If you if we, you out there and you, this is helping you, I want you to give these ladies some hearts and type some comments in there. Listen, Mama West says, I'm hearing every word. Listening is key in communication. Old school, Mama West said, that is me. <laughs> That's me too. We need to come out of our space. I must be willing to meet the younger generation where they are, allowing them to speak freely. I enter the space that they are occupying. Thank you so much. Thank you for that feedback. Angelique says this is excellent. You guys know it's one of our mentors. Listen, she said the girls make, who's that? Y'all see who that is? That looks like a mama right there. <laughs> a mama and a papa in the view there. She says, listen. That one of my best is that the girls made great points. This is key. I'm so excited that we have kicked off tonight talking about civility. We even jumped in some other seats here. And it's really about you because you are our future. You are our now leaders. And it's so important to give you this opportunity to communicate and to be heard because we're going to listen we're going to learn and we are going to live civility. Now, last but not least, last but not least, last question. Can you believe it? We, we, we're there. We're there. We're there. What can we do? And you may have touched on it, but this is going to be your closing remarks tonight, right? What can we do to bridge the gap between the generations? What can we do to, to really help each other move forward on the journey of civility? move forward on this journey of, and, and you know it, about really loving and accepting each other, building confidence, right? Building on communication. What can we do? What can we do? Who wants to go first? I volunteer to go first. All right, Simone, come on. I think that, like, we just need to listen to each other more. 
because like I, this is just me. I don't know if this is uh, any of you guys's, but I have always felt that like I can't really talk to my mom that much about like things that are really, really personal. Cause like I understand that she's my mother. Like, oh, like, come, come to me in your time of need. Like, come, like you can, you can talk to me. Like when she says that, I feel like just goes in one ear and out the other, and then she just tells me what she thinks. Right. Like I don't. They parents, I think, don't really understand like what's really, really going on inside of like your daughter or son's head. Because like, it could be something that like we just understand and the adults don't. Because like I, uh, the first week of my freshman year, like I, I couldn't even talk to my mom. Like I couldn't really get much, uh, much sympathetic help from uh, from a parental figure. Like I, I just went to my best friend. Like I mean, like, I've known her for ten years. I just talked to her about everything. Right. But like I feel like as as a parent, you should be able to understand your child no matter what, like where I'm, I know that like every parent can't always understand like where, uh, where your child is coming from, like uh, with this or that, because right. they weren't in the situation themselves. Right. right. But like, even, even still, like you should, you should always, always, always be sympathetic, no matter, no matter what the situation is. Good. This is good. I, Especially I'm gonna start with the teenagers. Always be sympathetic. Listen more, and we need to try to understand what's going on in your head. Like, I need to get out of myself, my experience, my head, right? And try to just, and even in sympathy and having empathy. Right. There's a difference between sympathy and feeling sad for someone. But empathy is putting yourself in their shoes. And I feel like that's a lot of what you're saying is that we need to come out of our adult shoes. <laughs> let me come out of my high heels or whatever I'm wearing and let me try to fit my foot in Simone's feet. Let me try to put my foot into Mia's feet and see what she's experiencing, right? I think that will really, really, really shift a lot of what's going on um, and help us to, of course, have more understanding uh, for one another. That That's very, very good. Thank you so much, Simone, for, for, for sharing, just being so transparent uh, and, and real, it, like none other. Like none the pleasure is all mine. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love my Simone, right? All right, Tamia, talk to me, talk to me. What do you think? What do you think we can do to bridge the gap and learn from each other? To bridge the gap, I feel like you have to be true from the heart and really want change. Mm -hmm. Because you can say you want change, oh, I'm going to listen, but those are just words. And I believe your actions are stronger than your words. Mm -hmm. And when you actually want it from your heart, then your whole mindset changes. And then that's when you start accepting, okay, I'm going to listen. I'm going to do this. So it all starts with just wanting that feeling because it can go through a lot of things. Like you can say, oh, I want change for this. Like for example, Black Lives Matter, you can say you want change, you want things to be different. But if you don't mean it from your heart and you don't actually pursue those actions, then it's just words speaking on nothing. So I feel like we just all need to come together and actually mean it. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, you went through that fast, but when you talk about be true from your heart, 
And a lot of times we're not really coming from our heart. It's our head. And even when it's even from our heart, it's from past hurts. It's from past disappointments. And I don't want them for you. So here's what I want to do to protect you. You know, here's what I want to do to try to, to give you what I think is best for you. Uh, and this is really really, really good. This is really, really good advice, guys. Y'all, y'all killing it. Y'all killing it. Actions speak louder than words. All right. Angelique says, she says, I am so, so glad that they're speaking their truth. We really, really are giving you that, 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 that real talk tonight. You guys are doing it and actions speak louder than words. So I can tell you I love you. I can tell you come talk to me. But when you do come talk to me, if I'm not open and loving and ready to receive it, then those those two don't go together, right? I said, yeah, come talk to me. But when you come talk to me, I'm like, oh, whatever. Or I'm like, I hear you, but I still want you to do what I want you to do, right? Is that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. good. That's that's that heart work. That's that heart work. That's that's really, really good. Thank you guys, our audience, for sharing. All right, Caitlin, you're going to bring it on home. Bring it on home, Caitlin. This is the kickoff for the Fortnite Civility Conference. You girls brought it, brought it, brought it. Come on, Caitlin. What is one misconception? Well, we did the misconception, but tell us, how can we bridge the gap between our youth and our adults today in today's climate? How can we do it? I mean, like Simone said, we need to listen and we need to communicate more. And instead of like in today's world, we do a lot of gossiping. Instead of gossiping, talk we could talk about how, oh, how might this person feel? Like for example, a kid might go to their parent and say, Oh, I feel this way about what you said. And then the parent can learn from that, and then the parent can pass that on to somebody else instead of gossiping about other things that don't even really matter. Mm. What's really important is the youth because you're trying to raise the youth up. You're trying to help them run the world. Mm. I'm writing it down. Come on, Caitlin. Last, I mean, you you just touched on something about gossiping. Just since you went there, tell me what you're saying. <laughs> since you went there, go ahead. Like gossip, like saying, "Oh, talking about this one person, which they could bring them down and stuff like that." And instead of talking about that, instead of talking about somebody like don't that don't even matter, that's a, that could like block you from what you're doing. Talk to you, talk to you, talk how they feel about what's going on in the world. Like for example, instead of gossiping, talk about how kids um how important important voting is or how important is achieving your goals or working hard to earn okay. something. It's good. Very, very good. What really matters? Look, the stuff that really does matter. Uh talking about people who got what, who shot JR, who shoes, who sneakers, I don't know what else y'all talking about. Who who hair, who what the makeup and all all these material superficial things. Like let's really talk about things that actually matter. Um, if if you will. And that that's absolutely great, great advice. Listen, ladies, 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 my young ladies, my blessed girls. I truly enjoyed our time. And time went fast, didn't it, guys? Do y'all feel like it went fast? It just went like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. You guys did such an amazing, amazing job kicking us off. You guys started this off with a bang. We will be back. We have tomorrow. We're talking community. Uh, Wednesday, we're talking about creativity. 
right? We got some creatives coming to the screen. Uh, and we'll be closing out talking about climate change and the difference that you all, we can learn and what we can do together. So I want to just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to our audience members, those that are in the studio here, those that are watching on Facebook. We appreciate you so much. Make sure you comment, you like, and you share. Invite someone to join us. Now, tomorrow, because we will be in on the continent of Africa, we will be Central African time. So we will be starting one hour earlier just for tomorrow night. So we'll be back at five o'clock sharp and we will be sharing and talking community. So we want you to join us tomorrow night and make sure you give our ladies a round of applause. Uh, make sure, check them out. I'm going to tag them on some things. Uh, follow them because they're doing some amazing, amazing things. And you are, these ladies are something to watch. All right. These are something to watch. Listen, they said the bar is set high. You guys set the bar tonight. Y'all kicked it off, okay? <laughs> and Miss Angelique said the bar is high. Miss Ramada, she says, wonderful job, young ladies, right? You guys, you guys did it. So I thank you for being here, kicking off the conference tonight. Bless girls, Helen from Jersey. Listen, where my Jersey girls? <laughs> you guys, you definitely, definitely rock. So I thank you. I thank you so much. So listen, y'all know what to do. Tomorrow night, 5 p.m., right? Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Central Time. And I think uh, Africans, African Central Time, it will be 11 p.m. All right. So this is a global show. This is a global conference. Uh, so let's make sure you guys all tune in. We'll be here same time, same place. And y'all know what to do. Make sure you remember to be bold, to be you, and to be blessed, girl. This is Dr. Anana signing off with Simone, Caitlin, and Tamia. We thank you so much for joining us tonight. You guys have a great night. Thank you. Thank you for having me.